Welcome to another inspirational episode of Monetizing Your Creativity. Hi, my name is uh, Moise Yaomate. I'm a musician. Sometimes people will call you and then they will tell you, come play for free to enjoy yourself. And sometimes people don't know really. We spend like uh, many hours practicing. We pay for our instruments. When the instrument broke, you have to pay. Monetizing Your Creativity asks the question, what does it take to earn a living with your creative talents? It's a, it's a business. It's important to give, to take like a price and then say, okay, now I will accept to play when you give me the minimum. People realize that when I call this artist, I have to pay, I have to discuss the, the price with him. We focus on the success principles common to all disciplines by interviewing producers, directors, writers, actors, cinematographers, music composers, animators, designers, and much, much more. Learn how to create your own path to success. Let's roll. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Monetizing Your Creativity. I'm your host, Marvin Polis. Not joining me this time is your co-host, Fred Keating. Fred is in some other exotic location today, and he's chasing down some other interviews for the podcast while I'm in Montreal, Canada, actually back in Montreal, Canada, and back at the premises of Greenfield Guitars. And we've been here before. Michael Greenfield actually custom makes guitars for recording artists and performers from around the world. This is an incredible workshop, an incredible facility, and he's been kind enough to let us use this facility today for some other interviews. And I have with me today a very special guest. His name is Moise Matei. He's a musician, particularly a percussionist, and a fantastic one at that. Welcome. Thank you to giving me this opportunity. Moise, tell me what it is that you do. I started doing music at uh, age uh, seven. So it's like uh, all my life. So doing music uh, is uh, it's fun. It's cool. It's like, uh, what, what do you call it? For my soul. It's it coming from, from the soul. Now, you're actually from West Africa, correct? Yeah, I'm from Togo, West Africa. And this is where you learned to play? My father was a, a percussionist, not playing like a professional, but uh, he, he used to play uh, in some ceremonies in the village. We live in the town. But most of the time he go to play in the in the village, so I begin to to practice with him. Now tell me about how you became a professional musician. I was going to school to become like a daughter. I continue my my school, and then uh, at the school I used to play music. I used to be in choir. We have like some group in the school. After we have some uh, political trouble in the country, and then sometimes the school stop and come back and. And then one day I decide to, to stop and then uh, go in, in the music. Now today you're in Montreal and I understand that you play in some jazz bands and this sort of thing. Tell me about your career now. Now in Montreal, uh, I'm in Montreal now it's like, uh, since uh, 2005. For me, I love music so I don't have a, like a specific kind of playing. I decided to put my percussion to play like a different kind of music. So I used to play a lot in the jazz crew in Montreal and also play like African stuff. And also sometimes it's like a Brazilian, sometimes it's like a mix, like accompanying a DJ. This is the music I love it. So I, I try to do 
to put the percussion, the African percussion in different kind of music. Even sometime I, I met some Celtic musician and then we, we play together and it gave like a wonderful result. Tell me about how do you meet up with other musicians and how do you get the gigs going? Most of the time is in the nightlife. I used to go out a lot. Sometimes I check uh, some show and then I, I go there and then I meet musicians. Always I bring my, my drum with me. So sometimes I, I ask musicians, can we jam? And then it's also some musicians, sometimes they saw you play somewhere and then they come meet you and then that's it. <laughs> Understood. You have some videos on YouTube and they're very impressive videos. Tell me the stories behind these. Okay, the story behind this is uh, the first video is a solo. You can see it's a many kind of uh, percussion. And this is my, the, the way I play the percussion is to put all the percussion together and play them like a drum set. So most of the time when I, I'm playing, we don't have a drum set. It's only the percussion. So this video uh, is most, uh, most of the group. I, I play with many groups and uh, sometimes in the show, they give me like a, a moment and I play solo. And also uh, one of the video is uh, a group called Soa. It's a trio, a jazz band trio. And we used to sometimes we take like a pop music and we we play it in our way in the jazz stuff sometimes it's like a jazz standard and we have also some uh, original song we, we play also uh, another video is uh, Leticia Zonzombe is uh, she's from uh, Central Africa I used to play with uh, with her to, to play music so this video is uh, she makes like uh, African music and also a little bit jazz uh, soul. So this is the the video, uh, the story about all this video. Fantastic. Now you play a lot here in Montreal. I understand you've also played in other parts of the world. Can you tell me this? Yeah, I play in Montreal. I play also in Canada, in USA, Europe and also in Caraib. How do you make those arrangements? How, again, how do you get those gigs? Yeah, uh, it's uh, with uh, all the group I play with and because it's different kind of uh, music and uh, all this group I met them in the Montreal area going out, meet people. One of the group I played before with is uh, Lorraine Klassen from uh, South Africa. I used to travel before a lot with uh, Lorraine and the first time we met uh, I was playing with another artist on stage and when I get off on the stage, she come to see me and we share our contacts. So in Montreal, it's, uh, it's like this. <laughs> yes, you know what? This is one of the recurring themes. We hear this from so many people that we speak to in our podcast that this is really a relationship business. It's about getting to know people. It's about getting them to know you and to trust you. Can you tell us about this? Yeah, for sure. I think most of the time when I met people, it's like uh, I feel the soul of the person. I feel... Also, the, the first time is uh, this kind of uh, energy, the soul who, who, who come together. And sometimes it's like uh, I know the person before. It's like you know the person before and you start to talk <laughs> like this, like uh, you are a friend before for a long time. So this is, uh, I think it, this is the magic of the, the music, the art, to put people together. Well said. Now, you've been a musician for pretty much all of your life and certainly for all of your adult life. Tell me, what have you learned about the business 
of show business? To do the show business, you have to be very, very wise. You have to be smart to check all your your thing. Most of the time in Montreal, yeah, I, I used to tell people uh, when they call me for a gig, we have like a minimum. It's the guild, the guild of the musician who determine this minimum. And most of the time, sometimes people will call you and then they will tell you, come play for free and then it's uh, to, to enjoy yourself. And sometimes people don't know really and our life with this. We spend like uh, many hours practicing and then uh, practicing our music and then we pay for our instruments. When the instrument broke, you have to pay. So all this, when you see all these parts, sometimes it's, uh, it's important to give, to take like a price and then say, okay, now I will accept to play when you give me the minimum. And like this, sometimes it's day by day, people realize that, okay, when I call this artist, I have to pay, I have to discuss the, the price with him. So you really want your clients to understand that this is a business, that you are a business, that yeah. you have costs, including your own labor costs, and you need to see some revenue. Yeah, yeah, for, for, for sure, for sure. It's a, it's a business. If you don't take it like a business, I think you can play all your life and then sometimes you get frustrated and then you leave the music, you know? Yeah, we play for fun. I play for fun sometimes. But uh, if my instrument broke, it's me who will pay for, to arrange this instrument. When I go, I, I leave my home to go to play. It's, uh, I put gas in the car. So all this is uh, money. So we don't have choice to see, to have the business and then go on, you know. You mentioned that you belong to a musician's guild. How has that helped you? Yeah, I'm not part of the guild of musicians, but uh, they call it guild of musicians. And it's a kind of uh, the government who finance a little bit. So it's a kind of social guild who help musicians. When you want, you can be a member of the guild. If you don't want, you can't be a member. And when you are a member, you have like some privilege. But most of the time, the guild is like when you play in like a broadcasting radio and television, they pay you more when you are a member. But most of the time, <laughs> all the musicians, we don't play all the time at the broadcasting uh, station. So may I decide to not to be a member, but it's still the guild when you are Canadian citizen and you live in Montreal, you are a musician and they recognize you, they can give you service if you have some question for the price, for the minimum, for the law in music industry, they can help you. Okay, now you've mentioned that you do perform live. Do you also record? Yeah, I record a lot. I record on many albums. I think it's um, three or four years ago. I record with uh, Lauren Klassen, the South Africa singer who lives in Montreal here. And our album uh, is a tribute to Miriam Makeba. And this album won the Juno in a world music album. Also, I record in some jazz album. Many artists call me most of the time to, to record. So I, I record, I'm on stage and also in studio. And just so our listeners know, the Juno Awards here in Canada would be the Canadian equivalent of the Grammys. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
the 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 Juno, yeah, it's like uh, similar like uh, the Grammy in Canada, yeah. Now I wanted to ask you, how does the business relationship work when you are performing on a record album? Most of the time, you deal directly with uh, the the producer or with the musician. You deal the price and everything. But most of the time, people because the business in the music industry recording is becoming difficult now so sometimes they they don't want to to pay the the full price so you have to to discuss <laughs> understood well then where do you see the opportunities for musicians to have opportunity every day working every day going out meet people to take away the time your social media and fill the social media with uh, stuff with uh, video with uh, music like this you keep your name in the area and also most of the time you have to do your business card to meet people give them as we were talking about earlier anything that you need to do to create those relationships and to nurture those relationships yeah make make friends yeah it's uh this is the way to grow up your crew so always the time going out make friends this give also opportunity Moise, I understand that you're working on a new project. Tell me about this. Yeah, I have my new project, my own project now, because before I always accompanying artists and I'm always like a background. So now I decide to have my own project and we already begin. Uh, the name is uh, Yao Quartet and uh, I will launch the project in February. This is the first time. I'm talking about the, the project uh, publicly. It's a quartet, it's a, a mix of uh, uh, to take like African percussion and play jazz stuff. And also I would sometimes uh, take like a pop song and then play it with percussion, but in jazz way and also some jazz standard. And I will have like many couple of uh, original songs also I compose. Where will our listeners be able to learn more about this project? I will launch the internet site and also launch a video in January. And then uh, the launch of the project will be in February 2017. Terrific. Now we need to wrap up, but I see you've brought one of your drums. So would you like to play a little bit for us? Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. And the, the way I play, uh, this is, uh, I, I, I brought uh, the djembe. The djembe is uh, one of uh, African percussion, and we know the djembe all over the world. And they play, it's, uh, it comes from the Mandang Empire. Many people now in the world play djembe in their way. So my way to play djembe is to play like some uh, uh, rhythm who come from like uh, like some modern rhythm on the djembe and the technique also I change uh, many technique to keep and one rhythm is like uh, when I play alone I need to hear many songs on the djembe in the same time. Well, let's listen. Fantastic. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.
Thanks for tuning in to Monetizing Your Creativity. Be sure to join us next time by subscribing to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, please leave a review. It helps us with our ratings. You can also visit monetizingyourcreativity.com for more information about the show. And hey, be sure to tell your friends who want to understand how to monetize their creativity.